0: You may be seated. You may be seated. From January 1st, we kicked off a series called Occupy the Promise. Feel free to engage that. It's streaming on demand on various platforms. And you can, of course, listen to the podcast on iTunes, Potbean, and and do it on our app, New Season app. Today's message is Flood Stage Harvest. Everyone repeat after me. Flood Flood Stage Harvest. When hell says never, heaven says now. I will repeat that when hell states and yells never heaven says now somebody say now yeah. I will repeat this one more time for this service cuz somebody right now this word is going to be fully activated when hell yells never heaven says now We carry the glory. And when you carry the glory and the glory carries you, God will always make a way. Joshua 3.13, the priests carry the ark of the Lord. Their feet touch the water. The flow of the water would be cut off. And the water was cut off upstream. Joshua 3.16, the water was cut up downstream. I love this. God shows up, they carry the glory, and God makes a way. Every single time you obey God's word, when you do God's word, when you live God's word, God will make a way. Need to put this, I want you to hear me carefully because the people of God, the Israelites, were about to step into the land of promise. They were together, they were carrying the glory of God in a box, they carry the glory. The Bible never says this, God opened up the Jordan River and then the people carrying the glory of God stepped in. Nope, the Bible says, they gave them instructions. God tells them, Through Joshua, you gotta trust God. It's not gonna be open when you get there. I'm gonna repeat that. The Jordan will not be open when you get there. Some of you are obsessed for doors to be open in order for you to walk through them. Some of you are waiting. I'm gonna look down the road. road, if that door doesn't open up, I'm not gonna start walking. Wrong, it's not the way God works, it's not the kingdom. That's the way the world works. You need a door to open up over there for you to start walking. God says you start walking by the time you get there, that door will open up in your favor. Never does the Bible say that God made a way first and then they stepped in. God gave them crazy instructions. You, the conduit of Joshua. Hey, Joshua, all you need to do is tell the Levitical priests who carry the glory of God in the box, the Ark of God, tell them to step in. Step in. The moment they touch, what will happen? God is looking for someone. When you step out of your comfort zone, God will step into your circumstance. Let me repeat that. When you step of your comfort zone God will step into your circumstance you gotta take the first step though some of you are waiting for God to make a way in order for you to take the first step and God is waiting for you to take the first step in order to make a way take the first step look at your neighbor tell him take the first step tell your other neighbor take the first step You gotta trust God for his word. He gave him a word, take that first step. You obey God's word, you do God's word, you live out God's word, he will make the way. He will make the way. Can I make just a little little footnote here about God's word? there was a specific word and in instruction in joshua chapter one god gives joshua clear instructions don't deviate from the word if you do what i tell you to do everything you have everything that you're reading now from the word from the encounter that my son had on the mountain the ten commandments the statues the laws don't deviate from the word he even said don't move to the left don't move to the right You do the entire word. Obey the word, and I will be with you. And I will make a way where there is no way. But you got to do the word. Can I just say something to this church? This church will not deviate from the word. Whatever the Bible teaches, we will preach it. Whatever the Bible instructs us, we will lay it out. And I know that right now, that's not the Bible. Paul, the apostle Paul writes and says, preach the word, not your opinion, preach the word. Not your feelings, preach the word. Not the latest trend, preach the word. Not what people are posting on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, preach the word. If this bothers you, please let not your heart be troubled. I pray you get some therapy and get some Bengay. Because in this church, we're going to preach the whole word and nothing but the word. So help us mighty God. Are you with me right now? We are people of the word. I said we are people of the word. All right. So he says, make a way. And then mm-hmm, the Bible says, like, they, this is what they did. God. Cut off the water upstream, downstream. Somebody say upstream, downstream. The wording is beautiful. Upstream, downstream. Where you came from and where you're going. Stop. Where you came from and where you're going. God shows up and says, I'm going to supernaturally protect you from where you came from. And I'm going to protect where you're going. There's nothing in your past that can harm you I will repeat that for someone here there's nothing in your past that can harm you I'm going to do it one more time. You were an addict in the past. That addiction cannot harm you. You were broken in the past. That brokenness cannot harm you. You were traumatized in the past. That trauma cannot. T- Are you with me? When Jesus is the Lord of your life, what took place in the Jordan takes place in your life. The Lord stands up and says, there's nothing in your past that can harm you and there's nothing in your future that can stand in your way. I think we should repeat that. Raise your right hand, repeat after me. There's nothing in my past that can harm me. There's nothing in my future that can stand in my way. Do you understand what you just said? You are under the blood of Jesus. Your family's under the blood of Jesus. Nothing in your past, nothing in your future. When you carry the glory and the glory carries you. God makes a way where there is no way. He secures your future and he makes certain that nothing in your past will ever be able to harm you. And then, and this pops up, what a verse. This is nutty. It was the harvest season. The Jordan was flooded. It was overflowing its banks. As soon as the feet of the priests who were carrying the ark touched the water at the river's edge, it opened up. When you carry the glory and the glory carries you, you will reap a harvest in the midst of a flood. Uh, It was, the Jordan wasn't just there, it was flooded. God, via Joshua, the instructions cross now, stop, I'm Joshua. If I'm Joshua, I'm going like, Lord, there's a flood. Not only is the river, there's a flood. What, why can't we just wait for the right time? Let's give it a couple of weeks. Let's just, you know, give it some time. This makes no sense. You're asking us to cross, not five people. Yeah, You're asking millions of people to cross over in the middle of a flood. I mean, your timing. You're timing. Your t- why don't you wait? And God says it's not about your time you want things to be perfect we want things to be perfect we want to dot every i and cross every t we want to check every box before we start moving and god says what do you mean what, what do you mean right now it's the worst season of your life it looks like the worst season but god says even in the worst of seasons i will give you the greatest of harvests." You you, you experience some of your greatest blessings in the most difficult circumstances and seasons of your life. Don't wait for things to be perfect. Isaiah chapter 60 verse 22. At the right time I the Lord will make it happen. In other words, when it makes no sense to your mind, to your finances, to your relationships, to your health, to your friends, to the closest people around you. When everything around you says don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. God says everything says don't do it. I say now is the time step out and occupy all of my promises when you think of flood you think of property damage danger panic unless you're a believer it's illogical it defies common sense reason best practices he should have waited he could have waited for a better time but no god says now is the time now it's harvest time because your destiny is not defined by the circumstances in front of you. Your destiny is defined by the Spirit of God inside of you. You don't go based on what you see. You go based on what you know. What do you know? Job said this, I know that my Redeemer liveth." The psalmist says this, I know that the Lord is God. Paul said this, I know that nothing can ever separate me from the love of God. And I love the Jesus declaration. Know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Yes. Harvest, harvest. Learn to trust God. Yes. There, it was harvest and flood. Harvest, flood stage, harvest. Hence the phrase in scripture. It was a flood. The river was overflowing her banks, and yet it was harvest season. You will reap a harvest in the most difficult of seasons of your life. And that's what makes you a believer. I don't know about you, but I've been praying for a harvest. I've been fighting for a harvest. I've been fasting for a harvest. But I believe we're about to reap the greatest harvest of all time. You personally... Us as a church, we are about to reap a harvest like we've never seen before. Everything we've dreamt about is about to come to fruition. This is the year your dream comes true. You need to believe that. I'm going to prophesy to someone right now. Your nightmare is officially over right here, right now. You're about to see your dream become a reality for you and your house. If you're ready for a harvest for your family, lift up one hand. If you're ready to reap that harvest you've been praying for and sowing into, raise both hands. If you were sowing on crazy days, which means if you ever worship while you were wounded, Let's pray. Let's pray. let me repeat that. If you ever worship while you were wounded, This is only for people that worship when they were wounded, that praise when they were in pain. You didn't wait for the pain to go away. Even in the midst of your pain, you lifted up your hands. Even in the midst of your pain, you shouted unto God with the voice of triumph. This is for everyone who started sowing when they lacked. If that's you, put a smile on your face. You are about to reap the greatest harvest of your life. If you believe it, shout. Like you know, there's a the horror. I need somebody who really believes it to lift up their hands. Somebody who really believes that you, you wounded, you were worshiping, yet you wounded, you were wounded, and yet you worshiped, you were broken, and yet you blessed other people, you were in pain, and yet you praised, you continue to believe what everything around you said, stop believing. You, 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 you qualify you are about to reap Galatians 6 9 we read it constantly do not grow weary of doing what is right when God says now you will reap a harvest of blessings for never giving up is there anyone here is there anyone here who thought about giving up but God did not permit you to give up (laughs) if you really believe it's harvest season lift up your hands if you truly believe you're about to reap an unprecedented and unbridled and unmatched harvest, lift up both hands. Psalm 65, 11. We read this because we believe it. The Lord will crown the year with a bountiful harvest. And even the hard pathways of your life, the areas in your life that went through hell will overflow with God's abundance. Y'all read that. Take a screenshot of that declare that you're going to get a bountiful harvest and the hardest pathways will overflow so within your area if, if it's your family went through hell your family's about to experience the abundance of God if physically speaking you've been through some health issues your health your body's about to experience the abundance of God somebody shout like a harvest is coming like you've never seen before tell your neighbor there's a harvest coming Tell your other neighbor there's a harvest with your name on it. But you gotta trust God. All you need to do is take a step. You put your right foot in, you put your right foot out. You carry the glory. So you don't need things to be perfect anymore. You don't need things to be perfect. He's perfect. You don't need circumstances to be perfect for you to step in and occupy your promise. Oh, I don't know about this. Some of you all need to get ready on your phone and start texting people, because you're gonna need some help carrying what God is sending your way. You're gonna reap an unprecedented, somebody say, Lord of the harvest. Send more laborers, for the harvest is great, and the laborers are few. That means God's about to get so many people inside the kingdom. We need more people to help because this garbage is going to be amazing. Are you ready to see your entire family saved? Are you ready to see all of your friends come to Jesus? Are you ready to see all of your contacts come to Jesus? It's that harvest. When God says go, go. When God says cross, cross. Because flood stage harvest people sow in a drought, worship with wounds praise when they are in pain give when they lack because they understand that when hell says never heaven says now heaven says now oh one more thing about this harvest coming your way again when you carry the glory the glory carries you god makes a way where there is no way and he will cut off he will protect you from your past and he will secure your future when you carry the glory and the glory carries you you reap a harvest middle of a flood you experience breakthrough when you're going through hell not when you just get out of it but in the midst of it Oop, harvest blessings 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 that's what god does and this harvest i'm talking about it's not just the stuff second corinthians chapter 9 galatians whatever you sow you will what it's a principle that cannot be denied oh but oh jesus in Christ, you will not reap just what you sow. Get over yourself. You're about to reap what he sowed on your behalf. How many are ready not just to reap what you sowed, but more importantly, to reap what he sowed on your behalf. That is a different kind of harvest. John 12, 24 so that your harvest will be of blessings. Raise your right hand. Let's Let's pray that. Repeat after me. There is a harvest of my name on it. It will surprise my family, my friends, and even my haters. It's not just any harvest. It's the greatest harvest of my life. In Jesus' name, it's harvest time. Give it one more praise. And the final point today, final point. When you carry the glory, the glory carries you. Everything stops at the town called Adam. I'm reading it from verse 16. The water above that point began backing up at a great distance at a town called Adam. Everything was cut off. The water that should have, could have drowned everyone was cut off at a town called Adam. Ladies and gentlemen, who was Adam? The first man. What did he do, that first man? He blew it. It's the reason why we go through the hell we go through, sin, sickness, illness, disease, is because that Adam and his wife, whose name I cannot mention because I have a conflict of interest with the person I'm married with. (laughs) Not allowed to, I signed a contract I ever preach about this I have to say Adam and that woman (sighs) Mm. so Adam and that woman they blew it and all of a sudden here everything that could stop them was held back at a town called Adam everything that can stop you was cut off in the old you the old you the old you everything that could possibly stop you died with the old you addiction depression anxiety fear confusion perversion deviancy all of that all of that died with the old you you're not who you used to be i know you're thinking but i'm struggling with stuff your struggle is real but your freedom is greater i need you to hear me no, I need you to pick that up right now. You're not who you used to be. I need you to look at whatever's lying to you and telling you you're the old person you haven't changed. Tell them you're a liar. I bind you and rebuke you in the name of Jesus. I can struggle with stuff, but that struggle does not define me. That You know, matter of fact, look at yourself in the mirror and go, you, you know that struggle, that stuff that you're fighting with? You, you struggle. I'm not who I used to be, but I know why you're there. The only reason struggle, you show up is because I'm about to step into the greatest season of my life and occupy God's promises like never before. If you're showing up, that means the devil is behind it. And if the devil is behind it, it's only because I'm about to carry the glory in my life like I've never carried the glory before. In a town called Adam, I'm going to conclude with this little point they went in, it was a flood. Somehow, supernaturally, they went and God said, and then they stood there. The Bible says they stood there until the entire nation crossed. No one, the Bible says no one was left behind. Stop. No one was left behind. We can't leave anyone behind I have this crazy dream where everyone in my family will be saved that if I carry the glory I'm not going to just be happy going I carry the glory that's narcissism that's selfishness I'm going to be honest a true Christian can't be a narcissist if all I'm obsessed with I'm saved and you don't care about other people getting saved I question the legitimacy of your conversion because if you're truly a Christ follower, the moment you experience the grace of Jesus, you want to get everybody on board. You want to save as many people. You just can't. I'm not going to just go. Hey, I'm. I'm going into my promise. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna carry this glory. Come on, just come on, come on. I need you. I, I wait. I'll just go. Go get in, get in, get in, get in. Last week we concluded this sermon and I just want to show you what we did because I got a revelation from it. I I, I want my generation's ease, my my young people. Jump on up. Just go real quick and come and carry the glory. Carry the glory real quick. Even the cross. Bring the cross a little bit front here. Carry the glory. Carry the glory. Do me a favor here. Okay. Just get the, just the glory in a box. This is the glory now. We carry the cross of Christ. Hebrews chapter 1, verse 3. Jesus Christ is the radiance of the fullness of the glory of Almighty God. Christ is the glory. His Spirit takes that glory, elevates it. 2 Corinthians 3.18. This is a, I like, go, do me a favor. Do you mind? Y'all you mind? Go back what you just did right now. Because this is what you just did. And what you did last Sunday is the whole point here. I need this amazing generation to come up and carry the glory. Come on up. Now I want to show you something. Look what they did. This was so last week, this wasn't scripted. So what they did is how did they get here? They did what? Guys, there's steps over here. There's steps here. But they somehow they decided they're going to do what? Stop judging a generation on how they get to the cross of one person right now let's stop judging them on how they get to Jesus as long as they get to Jesus Jesus is the only way but as long as they get to Jesus they don't want to they don't want to take the steps that I took they don't they don't want to take the steps my parents took they want to do it differently they're so desperate they don't know about protocol What? there be a generation so hungry for the glory of God that they create that they jump up that they bypass the bureaucracy because they want to carry the glory lift it up lift up your hands we're done lift it up don't judge don't judge a generation because they don't take the same identical steps we took in church they were not i knew about david and goliath they do not they they just find it this unorthodox different they dress different they look different they're tatted up differently they they listen to different things but at the end of the day i promise you they're going to carry the glory of jesus throughout the nations like our children and our children Is this heavy? It is? I need someone. This is not, I need somebody. Seriously, I need some volunteers from an older generation to come up here. Help them carry that glory. Go ahead. What you're looking at is called Christianity. You're missing it. When one generation gets tired, another generation will be right there next to them. The glory of God will not be dropped. Somebody preach, somebody praise, somebody worship, somebody lift, somebody shout like you know the glory of God will not be dropped. Somebody say from glory to glory, from glory to glory, from glory to glory, from glory to glory, from glory to glory. glory glory, glory glory." Lift up your hands that you are a carrier of the glory and God will make a way where there is no way and protect your upstream and downstream. If you believe that as a carrier of the glory, you will reap your greatest harvest even in the midst of the flood. And if you believe, if you carry the glory and the glory carries you, everything that could have held you back stopped at the old Adam. And you are born again according to the motto of the second Adam, 1 Corinthians fifteen forty-five. And if you believe, if you carry the glory, your children and your children's children will cross. If that's you, if that's you, stand with me. One generation gets tired. Another generation is right there. Look at this optic. Brother to remove this, please. Pastor, you get that out of the way for a second here. This visual right here. And then, Pastor Elijah, come up here at the cross. Come up here. I need someone over 50 to come up here and join him right here at the cross. Someone over 50. Come on up quickly. Don't, don't hesitate. We're going to change the world. We're going to change the world. Look at the color palette. That's the kingdom. That's the kingdom. Look at the generational diversity. That's the kingdom. Dear Sacramento region, in Jesus' name, with great humility, this is your warning to all the principalities and powers of darkness in this region that have held back this city in Northern California, from San Francisco to Sacramento for years. Once known for the gold rush, once known for riches and blessings and overflow and prosperity, and now known for totally the opposite: for poverty, spiritual poverty, mental poverty, for perversion and deviancy. To for relativism and brokenness and hopelessness and despair to every power and principality in this is your official warning we are about to take this region back in the name of Jesus and claim it for the glory of the risen Christ. The city of the sacrament will once again emerge as the city of the holy sacrament. If you believe it, shout like every family is about to be set free. Somebody prays like we're about to see breakthrough and healings and miracles. Oh, I sense the Lord lift up your hands. This city, this region's about to be transformed. We're about to see entire families and communities set free. We will carry the glory and we won't be satisfied. Not one will be left behind. Not one neighborhood, not one community, not one ethnicity, not one generation, not one socioeconomic demographic will be left behind. We will carry the glory of Jesus and they will enter into the promise, the promise of salvation Deliverance and healing, eternal new and abundant life that can only be found in the person of Jesus Christ. (sighs) If you got this message, just say amen. Amen. If you understand this, say amen, amen. Amen. If you understand this, say amen, amen, amen. And if you're ready to step in and see God make a way and reap the greatest harvest both personally and corporately for the kingdom. Take one step in and give God the best shout. You've given him this entire service. Close your eyes for one moment here. That's done out of reflection and meditation. I sense God. They may not follow our steps. The same pathway but they will end up in the same one way, which is Jesus. Jesus is the only way. How they get to Jesus may be different than how I got to Jesus, but they will get to Jesus. They will jump on stages and break through barriers. Heavenly Father, seal this message in this church. I sense a prophetic element to what's happening here in this service. It's a precursor to the harvest that is coming our way. We're about to see thousands upon thousands saved in this region. I have goosebumps as I am releasing this word. We're about to see parking lots of large venues packed out to the tee, where California Highway Patrol is directing traffic. Oh, wow. I need the 99 and the 50 and the 80 and the 5 to get ready because we're about to see people come to Christ in numbers like we've never seen before entire families saved let me encourage you now just as an act of worship and obedience and surrenderance can you lift up your hands God is anointing you for this season. The assignment, the anointing in the atmosphere for such a time as this. You are a carrier of the glory and the glory carries you. Wherever you go, there will be victory. Wherever you go, God will make a way where there is no way. Wherever you go, you will reap a harvest wherever you go the new man will always trump the old man and wherever you go everyone that follows you will make it through because you carry the glory of jesus and the glory of jesus carries you if you believe that say i believe it this is that year the greatest harvest of my life 2023 Nothing can stop it, nothing can rob it, nothing can kill it, nothing can destroy it. It's too late now. It's harvest time, in Jesus' name. Give them the final shout. Put that glory there. Stay with me on stage. It's 128. Right life right with God this very moment. Pastor Sam, I just, I've tried this. Congratulations that you've tried it. It's not about your effort. It's about His will, His purpose for your life. Try to, stop trying to get yourself right with your own strength, your own understanding, your own wisdom. Surrender. This Sunday, God is asking you, trust me, take that one step give me your life. Even if it's broken and it's dirty and it's wrong, give me your life. Hey, if that's you, if you're ready to get your life right with God, if you would die tonight, where do you end up? Heaven or hell? There is a heaven and there is a hell. Where do you end up? And more importantly, if you live tomorrow, who would you live for? What would you live for? Why do you live? Both things can be addressed by you getting your life right with God. If if you are saying, Pastor Samuel, today is that day. I need to get my life right with god if that's you whatever it may be addiction bondage sin whatever it may be if you've never done it or if you did it years ago but you swayed away you just sweet life messed you up too many floods and you you swayed away god is saying i got you i've been waiting for you prodigal son and daughter come back home so if that's you either or if that's you right there where you're at matter of fact i'm not even gonna wait if that's you, like that person, come out of your seat right now and join me. We're going to pray over you. I promise we will not embarrass you. Come, There it is. Somebody shout like it's the best day ever. Keep on shouting. Welcome. Welcome, beautiful. Welcome. Welcome back home. Welcome. All right, there it is. Guys, somebody get excited about this. At this church, beautiful people created in the image of God. Welcome, 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 welcome. I want our elders, they keep on passing up, coming up. Welcome, welcome. I want our elders, elders, and pastors, and the team that was up here. I want you to come behind them, church. Stretch out your hands. This is what we do as a church. Lives change, transform. Set free through the finished work of Jesus. He loves you so much. It's not about what you do for God, it's about what God already did for you. You're not defined by your failures, you're defined by His forgiveness. You're not defined by the hell you've been through, you're defined by the heaven you're going to. You're not defined by what you did to yourself or what others did to you, you're defined by who He is. And what he did for you on the cross and through his resurrection church stretch out your hands let's pray this i want everyone in this auditorium and those that are streaming online los angeles sacramento all around the world repeat after me everyone here on stage as my elders pray for you everyone here repeat after me i need you god forgive all my sins i confess with my mouth believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord and Savior of my life of the entire world that he died on the cross to forgive my sins past present and future on the third day you heavenly father raised him from the dead to give me eternal life to give me abundant life and to give me a new life I am saved I am born again my name is now written in the lamb's book of life thank you God I will never be the same again I am free forevermore in Jesus name confession, not in the mantra of the prayer, but in the spirit of what it embodies, literally just change your destiny forevermore. Jesus loves you. He has an assignment for each and every one of us, 1 Corinthians 7, 17, an anointing, 1 John 2, 27, and now an atmosphere of righteousness, justice, truth, and love that covers you wherever you go. So read the Bible every single day. Read it. Study it. Get a version that you understand. Please, if you don't like Jeffrey Chaucer's English and go back to King James I, thou knoweth, if, whyeth, if, thou if. if that's not your thing, find the version that you like. Make sure it's biblically substantiated and a legitimate version indeed. Committed to biblical truth and orthodoxy. But get it, read the Bible and worship every day. Get up in the morning and go, thank you, you're awesome. You are amazing. And just go, this is the day that you have made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Every single day, speak truth, speak love. Speak positive things. Don't wake up in the morning and go like, life is terrible, I'm broken, I'm jacked up and discombobulated. Wake up in the morning and go like, this is going to be my best day ever. I'm going to occupy all of God's promises in the name of Jesus. Join hands with your neighbors, even those up here. Look up here real quick as we conclude. Edward, come up. Watch this. Watch, everybody watch this. I'm going to let you go. Jesus, the only way. He's the only way. John 14, 6. You accept him. He goes, oh, wow. Now I'm going to do stuff in you. He fills you with his spirit. The spirit, the same identical spirit that resurrected him. Romans 8, 11. See, you have that resurrection power. Guys, forget about Avengers or DC, whatever world you're part. MCU, DC, whatever it may be whatever, especially Shazam, forget about that. You you have superpowers. You literally have the spirit of the living God inside of you. That's why no weapon formed against you will prosper. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So live life. Go from glory to glory. Love everyone. Forgive those that hurt you. Bless those that curse you. Get ready to see your world change. What should be your I just feel the glory. I want you to be here on, oh, and if something happens at three o'clock in the morning, don't freak out. Don't. It's just God waking you up to talk. He's a talker. He's a talker. Loves to talk and show you stuff. So, and then, so get ready for that. It's fun. It really is. It's not comfortable, but it's, it's amazing. Be here on, Gilead it's a biblical phrase I just saw this, this, this God just taking literally open wounds and just just the wounds closing up and, and not just closing up but he doing a beautiful a beautiful work Luke 22:51, 51 like it never happened in the first place God is healing you in such a way that like it never happened in the first place watch here's a word for someone here too you've been asking God to restore something God wants to give you a new version of and he is saying don't ask me to restore it I'm not going to give you what you had I'm going to give you something new so take that right now hey be here on Wednesday there's a reason this is not a plug Wednesday so amazing because. We gather big, but we grow small in community. It's what we do. We do community, we do life with one another, and it's a big deal. Young adults, men, women, young people, and children. They gather five different groups every Wednesday in this auditorium, different rooms. We've, now we locked down every room now. That's why we need a bigger place. So you need to be here on Wednesday. Do life together. Do life together in community. And next Sunday, I'm going to put a pause on this series. It's Palm Sunday. So we're going to get our praise on. Because if we don't praise them, the Bible says the, the rocks will praise them. And it's Palm Sunday. We begin Holy Week next Sunday. It's going to be the best week ever you need to be here. We're going to illustrate. God's going to show up mightily. Here's the benediction. May the strength of the Father, the grace of the Son, the anointing of the Holy Spirit, make this week the best week of your life. You carry the glory. The glory carries you. Hey, New Season, can we do just one?